There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. Book of the Week, what you should be reading. An American Marriage is the book that you should be reading this week. It's by Tayari Jones, and I will let Etta James set the mood. So if your spouse were convicted of a crime and sent to prison, would you stand by them? And how long would you wait? It's one of many questions at the heart of an American marriage. It's the story of Roy and Celestial, newlyweds whose relationship is interrupted by Roy being accused and sentenced to 12 years in prison for a terrible crime he didn't commit. And the book is about the impact of this terrible injustice on a young couple and those around them. And reviewing an American marriage on the stu- in the studio today, we have an Emirati marriage. So welcome <laughs> to wonderful bookworm couple, Ahlam Baluki, festival director at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature and Mr. Festival <laughs> director, <laughs> Payman Faham Al-Awadi. How are you doing today? Doing Good. Great. We're doing great. So I've asked you to read this book together as a couple about a marriage. Um, at the time of recording, are you still together? <laughs> We're here. You're We're here, here. So that's good news. In one piece. <laughs> Fantastic. So before we get talking about the book itself, I actually wanted to talk to you about the act of reading a book like this together as a couple, as a kind of like a um, kind of a, a married book club. How was the experience? Did you read it exactly the same time, side by side? What was it like? No, so I we, we didn't read it at the same time, and I'm I had to I had to remind him I'm like, you're running out of reading time. <laughs> you have two more hours tonight. You have two more hours in the morning. <laughs> I, I think we have different habits when it comes to to reading. So yeah. we read at different times in different places. Yeah. But I will say that we 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 did do about three or four sessions sitting side by side and reading together. Yeah. Except obviously the fast reader, the star <laughs> is is always is faster, so she's slightly ahead. Not that much. No, but, but we were just talking about it in the car, saying how much fun it was to read something and then discuss it among. This is the first time we've read the same book, like around really? the same time. Yeah. And so we've said, I was like, it's so much fun. We should do it. So I'll pick one book once and then you pick the next book and we'll just alternate. And then that way we get to like discuss all these cool things that we're interested in. But it was really fun. So did did this book, was it in line with what you usually read? First Ahlam and then Bayman? Um since being with the festival, I think yes, because I've had to read uh, a lot more novels and, and nonfiction than I used to beforehand. But I think for Paymon, it was new. Yeah, it's, it's a different genre for me, for sure. I mean, I do a lot of um, history. Yeah. I do a lot of uh, kind of uh, biographies. I do uh, a lot of self-development. So different genre for sure. Yeah. But enjoyed it, definitely. Because b- a book like this, it feels like... Um, it's not like it's fiction, but it could be real. Like it could have been Tiari Jones's life. Basically, it's just so real. And a lot of the themes that come through it are so relatable and universal that, you know, it doesn't feel like you're really reading a, a fiction. And also just an, an easier, at least for me, an easier read. Yeah. So I have to say I got through, you know, the book a lot faster than a lot of the other books that I read. So yes. in, in this novel, um, Celestial and Roy have been married, correct me if I'm wrong, Alison, a year and some change, like a year and a half, right? Yeah, like 18 months. Okay, so I'm not going to get more personal than this, but how long have you two been married? Uh, December be, will be four years. I was going to say that first, just so you know that I know the date as well. <laughs> but yeah, really? four years okay, in I December. don't think we could forget the date if we wanted. It's Christmas Day, so... <laughs> 
Fair enough. Yeah, it's a difficult one to forget. So reading this, and they, they've both been, both been married um, when this terrible thing happens and, and Roy gets convicted. Um, they've both been married a year and a half. Um, did you? What did you think of the book? Was it was it what you expected? And I think a lot of people have said because the book is told from different perspectives and it, it swaps out between Celestial Roy and then a third character, their childhood friend, Andre. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I felt my allegiance changed to all these different characters over and over again. And it was kind of exhausting. Did you have the same experience? I felt like the book starts out as a very intense romance uh, novel. And I say romance in a way that not in this uh, infatuation, not this infatuation kind of love, but the, you know, the sort of very deep level of love that you have maybe in a marriage or where where it's not always easy, but it's intense. And even to the, you know, to I think the first quarter of the book, you feel like this is a love, you know, a love story. And then eventually it, it changes. All the circumstances make it completely not that. And it's all about circumstances. That's how I felt. For me, I, I actually did not change who I was rooting for oh, and who I was attached okay. to. Uh, I think a lot of it just reinforced that for me. But earlier on, I got attached to the person who who I, I, I quite uh, liked. I could relate to maybe a lot more. And everything else, yeah, I just reinforced it the rest of the of the way. So. Oh, interesting. So one of the things I found really neat is that in an earlier draft of this book, Tayari Jones wrote the entire thing from Celestial's perspective. And the feedback that she got from her early readers, you know, her agent and her close reading friends, was that they didn't like Celestial enough to spend mm. the whole book with her. And so that is why she ended up doing it in multiple points of view. And I, I think that says something about how women are looked at when hard choices need to be made. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I questioned I, I was constantly questioning my own judgments on all of these characters as well as I was reading it because before I started if you if you read a little bit about the book before you start you can see where it's going and this isn't much of a spoiler because it happens very near the start that it takes its toll on on the couple and mm-hmm. celestial isn't isn't happy and you would think I mean I thought when I started reading it that you know how could Celestial not stand by her husband? They're married, kind of, that's that's what you sign up for. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting when you hear Tayari talk about this in interviews and as you read the book, you understand that she's also being jailed for a crime that she didn't commit as well. And mm-hmm. there's um there's a couple of lines when they're exchanging letters in when he's in prison and Roy is really frustrated and he says, Dear Celestial, I am innocent, full stop. That's the entire letter. And she replies back, Dear Roy, I am innocent too. Full mm-hmm. stop. And I think that really changed the way I perceived the whole novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's never going to be the one that's behind the bars. He was the one behind the bars. His, you know, suffering is always the greater one in the two in a way that makes her feel like she's not allowed to talk about her pain and her suffering. And that takes a toll when there's such a deep imbalance. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, what I think is... Um, she may not be behind bars per se, yeah. but you know, I, I, I tend to agree the, the suffering is there. We're just programmed and what we've seen and what we know is that the person that's behind the bars is, always has the, the worst part of, of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think uh, Terry Jones does a great job of kind of highlighting how difficult it is on the other side as well. Yeah, you know? So the freedom that we, that we talk about just because 
Your freedom is limited when you're behind bars. Your freedom is also very limited when you're not inside. Mm -hmm. Inside, because you actually have the options around you of living a different life. You know, whereas the other person may have been put there um, without choice. They're in there. There's nothing else that they could do. Sort of when you do have the option of living a completely different life, but choose not to. That is, I think. And I think say. there's a lot of outside judgment, like whether your spouse is imprisoned or painfully ill or, you know, in the, the grip of some major issue that, that effectively removes them from the marriage. Mm. There's an expectation we have that, you know, I'll stand by you no matter what. I will sacrifice my entire life so that I can, you know, focus on you, even if my focus on you will not help you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even from the closest people. So you see that Celestial's father, for example, puts that pressure on her mm. in that what is expected of her as a wife standing next to her husband. And, you know, more so in America where, you know, sort of maybe the, the black community were all rooting for Roy because he was innocent and he was wrongfully incarcerated. There's no, no way that you wouldn't st stick with him. Yeah, you know, for, for a minute there, you start to think, my God, principles is kind of you know equates to imprisonment as well you mm -hmm. know at, at some point in time when i was reading i said wow there's these principles but it's similar to being in a in a cage yeah and I think For you sure. make a really good point, too, about the, the the American black reader being able to see themselves in this book. I found when I first read it, part of my feeling was that the opening of the book went very, very quickly. Like, you know, here we are and then we're in another state and now he's in jail and that all happened really fast. And then I realized, yeah, but I'm a white lady. For a black person, that experience of injustice is that fast and mm -hmm. that confusing in a way that it is not for me as a white person. And I think that was a good lesson for me to, to viscerally experience through the beginning of this book. Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about it that way until you mentioned it. Because mm. yeah, I was like, wow, that's a fast setup. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, but if it's happening to you, it's like, holy crap, what happened? How yeah. did I get here? What mm -hmm. happened? Yeah. Absolutely. So we were talking about the, the waiting and whether or not that's as that that as an expectation and a question that comes up quite often because it's part of the inspiration is um and C celestial asks roy if he would have waited for her for more than five years and he doesn't answer her question but he reminds her that as a woman she would not have been imprisoned in the first place i'd like to talk a little bit about inspiration for this book it's such a strong concept it's so emotive where did tyari jones get this idea from here she is talking about it I went to Atlanta to visit my mother and we went to the mall and while I was at the mall I overheard a couple arguing and I heard the woman say Roy you know you would not have waited on me for seven years uh. and with that my imagination just went wild with imagining the conflict between these two people. Yeah. So imagine hearing that mm. in a mall how do you not write a novel about that? <laughs> I, I as I was going through the book I kept thinking, okay, I believe Celestial, I'm on her side. No, I'm on Roy's side. No, I'm on Andre's side. And it kept going back and forth. And someone's just texted in. Flora has texted in saying, I also found myself switching allegiance all the time. The characterization is so honest and the emotions raw. Do you think this book would have worked if the characters weren't so well written? Um, where, the, where do you think the success in this book lies? And why do you think it has been so successful? I mean, Barack Obama's a fan, Oprah's a fan. Mm -hmm. Why is it so great? 
I think it's one of the main uh, themes that why it's been so successful is, and Paymon was saying this earlier in the car, is that the, really this could have been anywhere. And the feelings, um, you know, all how how they behave, it could have been people anywhere, right? Mm. And I think there's a lot of universal themes in there. Absolutely. You take out the word, you know, American out of marriage. It, I mean, this is... This is real life. You know, you go through things like that, ups and downs uh, all the time. Uh, nobody expects to be uh, hit with this huge truck early on, you know, in, in a marriage. But in different ways, some of us do. And, uh, you know, how, how do you, how do you pull, pull through? But lots of different things which I absolutely loved and so relevant. I mean, considering the fact that uh, obviously the, I'll, I'll say, cast you know, are all African-Americans with a completely different background and things that, you know, us around this table will never understand, you know. Um, still, the, the, the morals, the way people act and what, what they do throughout, it's, it's very relevant, you know. I, I related mm -hmm. to it. What about you, Alison? Well, I think the thing that really makes the book work for me is nobody's a hero. You yeah. know, everybody makes good decisions. Everybody makes bad decisions. And it really is the kind of thing where you can't say, oh, I would have done better in that situation because we haven't been in that situation, mm -hmm. you know, and hopefully we never will be. Yeah. But it, I think Tayari Jones does a really good job of showing how good people make choices that hurt other people, even though it is the best choice mm -hmm. that they can make at the time. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the big questions of this book is, how much do you have to be selfish to protect your own self and live your own life in the context of, I have literally vowed to be with this person for the rest of our days? Mm -hmm. it's, it's so complicated a read, isn't it? I felt so conflicted the entire time. And every now and then there were these quotes that I would just, okay, I would underline. And I, I ended up underlining like half the book. Um, but a couple that I really love, without giving away too much, there is a moment in the book where Roy has to win Celestial back in a way. And he says, there should be a word for this, the way it feels to steal something that's already yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was amazing. The beautiful yeah. one. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think... I mean, you underlined one, I think, that I, I did as well, um, which was utterly beautiful. It was in the first letter that Celestial wrote to Roy when he went to jail. So, and he's, she talks about, um, she said, but this is what loss has taught me of love. Our house isn't simply empty. Our home has been emptied. Love makes a place in your life. It makes a place for itself in your bed. Invisibly, it makes a place in your body, rerouting all your blood vessels, throbbing right alongside your heart. When it's gone, nothing is whole again. <sighs> and it's, it's, that, it's that bit about the house not simply being empty, that it's, it has been mm -hmm. emptied. Um, the book name is An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. That's the book we're talking about at the moment. Tayari is coming to the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature next year in February. And uh, just to let you know, EmiratesLitFest.com is where you can go to find out more information and you can buy tickets. But just a heads up, Friday the 7th of February at 4 o'clock is when she'll be talking about 
her book, An American Marriage. And she's also on a panel with the wonderful writer of Washington Black, Essie Edusian, talking about relationships under strain. And that's on Saturday, the 8th of February at 10 o'clock. So Friday and Saturday, 7th and 8th of February next year. Put those in your calendars. Tayari is a wonderful speaker as well. And there's so much in this book um, that I don't think we actually have time to talk about. But one thing I want to ask you, seeing as we have a married couple in the studio talking about an American marriage. Mm-hmm. Were there were there points perhaps where you read the book and you underlined things that you pointed out to your significant other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, I think, <laughs> early on where um, there's a situation where uh, Roy is put in a difficult place between his wife and his mother. And then he says, if you have a woman, you recognize when you have said the wrong thing. Somehow she rearranges the ions in the air and you can't breathe as well. <laughs> And then he sort of fixes the situation or like um, says what Celestia would have wanted him to say. And then he says, I gave, I gave Celestia a little wink and she was kind enough to reset the ions in the air so I could breathe again. So listeners, I'll paint oh. you a picture. Payman smiling uncomfortably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can definitely, yeah, I, I can definitely, I, I turn into uh, Disney's genie in Aladdin. I turn... <laughs> You know, I have to move around from place to place. My my voice becomes very high suddenly, and I turn blue as well. But we get we get we get past it usually. That's so funny. But what I another thing that I did love talking about things that we underlined. I love Roy's first letter back to Celestial in the letter where he says, "Look at me here. I'm writing a love letter. What do I know about love letters? I've never written one in my life." Um, but he says, "My father always taught me to do for a woman." Uh, for me, you know, I remember when you uh, damn near had a nervous breakdown because it looked like the hickory nut tree in the front yard was thinking about dying. Where I'm from, we don't believe in spending money on pets, let alone trees. But I couldn't bear to see you fret, and so I hired a tree doctor. See, in my mind, that was a love letter. And I think many a times, you know, men show love in a very different way, um, and it's it's that understanding that people show love in their own unique way and not in the way that you necessarily expect them to. Yeah, these sure. characters have different love languages, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. And by the way, honey, I uh, underline stuff just like you like. <laughs> so that's my way of showing you love. So what did you what did you, what did you underline? So I underlined this this one line which I which I really loved uh, fairly early in in the book as well. It was a wonderful feeling to be grown and yet young, to be married but not settled, to be tied down yet free. Mm. You know, I, I really love that. It resonated very well with me and, and where we are with our relationship as well. We're going to round up our conversation with the Emirati marriage we have in the studio with us today, the wonderful Ahlam Baluki and Payman Paham Al-Awadi. Ahlam is um, the festival director of the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature and we are calling Payman Mr. Festival Director <laughs> on Just the today, show. just today. Just, just for today. Um, the wonderful Alison K. Williams has been with me in the co-host chair and will continue to be, I hope, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> for the next hour. Yeah. I keep trying to make a break for it, but then Animal grabs me by the leg and I just can't get out. Yeah. Yeah, I wish that weren't <laughs> true, but it might be. Um, so An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. We've enjoyed talking about this. I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert because there is something that Payman wants to talk about and we can't do it without a spoiler alert. So Payman, there is a character in this novel that you absolutely cannot stand. Andre, <laughs> the, the, the friend of, well... Uh, are we on video? Can people see me doing this? No, the no. We're, he's we're making not on video anymore. Quotes. He's, he's making, making little air quotes. Air quotes uh, he's of, their childhood friend. Of both Roy and Celestio. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but it turns out to be more than that. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's one of those things. That the reason why I, I didn't appreciate, uh, you know, uh, Andre is um, it's one of those things where most guys, if not all, I, I want to say all, but there might be, you know, some um, that don't feel the same way. But most people, you know, know that there is a very thin line between um, being in a relationship and being in a in a in a um, intimate relationship and not an intimate relationship with with somebody and and we also know and we've also also seen and we have this intuition kind of of when it kind of crosses crosses over and in our minds we're always thinking that person I know that could happen and that that could is is very very dangerous and therefore a lot of guys they they try to steer clear of that or make sure that they and their their partners steer they're clear of that that obviously didn't happen if if you if you read this this book and and we all know what happens I don't want to give all of it away but we did do a little bit of a spoiler but I didn't appreciate that and that was one of the things where you know I, I to be honest the second I heard that she's got they've got eight childhood friends and and you know how Tayari kind of explains how they acted towards one another I was like it's happening 100 percent <laughs> straight I, I I knew it right right away and and therefore yeah I could never get myself to really appreciate him but does anyone else feel like that sorry I, f- I feel like women are kind of oblivious to this though because I did not see it went coming. straight over my right? head but but I know and that <laughs> yeah. is why a, a guy would always say be careful because well, for a man on. this is this is a biological and a genetic yeah. fear of you know the interloper coming into the herb the herd and alienating <laughs> your, the, they frolic among the tarragon um, of the interloper coming into the herd and alienating your affection and i think that's one of the things where the and, and a message this book gives is women don't realize mm-hmm. how much power withholding love from a man has because we think of men as you know oh they're tough and they're strong and you know they they're physically generally more powerful than most women and yet men can be so incredibly deeply wounded by the withholding of love they just don't express it the way women express it but did you not did so did you not empathize at all with andre honestly i didn't oh my goodness (laughs) i I really felt for him that one point really really changes everything in 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 my in in my eyes straight away and because I could not do that. I I do believe though that at some like you can't control who you fall in love with. But and it's like they had their whole from... lifestyle, like they had their whole lifetime to get together. And even you see like Celeste, Celestial's father, all their life was like you know give yeah. Andre a chance, try to get together. And then when that actually does happen, he just can't stand it because it's in the just like not the right way or that. They're being disloyal to Roy. And yeah, you can't control who you fall in love with, but you can control what you do about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe Andre felt like what he was doing was right. Maybe it was the best choice for him and Celestial. But I can definitely see where, you know, as as a man reading this book, you would think that is inexcusable behavior. And I can never empathize with someone who would do that. I just think it takes two to tango. Oh yeah, it absolutely yeah. does. It's true, yeah. but there's also there there there's a bro code as yeah. well. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. The fact that he was friends with Roy, also very yeah. close friends. Yeah. That that you know he actually you know when uh, there's a there's a scene in the book where Roy's mother passes away and Roy actually asks Andre to carry the the you know yeah. the coffin for him in his place. So like there's definitely you know there's such a deep yeah. 
And it doesn't take away, sorry, I just want to add as well. So I, I, I was, uh, I had a little bit of anger towards uh, Celestial as well. So like you said, I, I, it takes two to, to tango. <laughs> but the Andre part was just a lot more deep for me. Mm. That's powerful too. And I think yeah. that says something about the power of this book, that it touched us in so many different ways and that it really touched our personal fears in a lot of ways. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there because we're running over time. Mm. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about oh, an American awesome marriage. Thank you, Ahlam. Thank you, thank Mr. You. Festival Director. Thank you so much. <laughs> There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.